and we're back. What's up, everybody? Early AM edition, Benja Well Done, coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day. Today is Wednesday, Wednesday, December the 8th at 5.32 in the morning. How are you doing? Trying to hit little different languages, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, so check this out. The psychology of winning. You know, I'm not really going to get into the details of exactly, topically why I'm talking about this, but something happened over the weekend um, having to do with winning. And before before I, it was like a competition, right? And the result of the competition isn't the focus. It's what happened before and something that I realized. And I actually made a comment to some friends of mine, um, which was this. In winning, you have uh, uh, four four results, essentially. Okay. Now, you could win. Let's just say you have a competition of any type. Okay. You could win, and it could be a complete blowout. Let's just say it's football, wrestling, basketball. Doesn't matter. It could be a complete blowout. And yes, you won, but it's not really that satisfying because it came with so with so much ease. There's a second kind of win, which is you win something, okay, but you experience some sort of adversity that was significant and you came back. You know how everybody everybody loves to come back, you know? If a team is down in football and they come back to win, that's more exciting to watch your team come back. I don't really have a complete answer, really, as far as why that's more satisfying, why that's more entertaining. But even if you love whatever team, if it's it's a blowout, it's just not as fun. It's less drama, less like a roller coaster. Imagine a roller coaster that only went down. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't really make a lot of sense as far as a roller coaster goes. But essentially, the up and down is what what gives it its uh its life in a sense, right? It's momentum. Now, then comes loss. If you lose something, and I don't mean like morally, okay, I'm kidding, I'm talking about competition, right? If you lose something, and um, you learn something from it, I feel like that's, that's a better, to me, I feel like that's almost as good as winning in a blowout. And the reason why is because yes, you lost, but you experienced something that will make you better to be a champion, to continue winning. It's a learning lesson, right? Whenever you learn something, if you don't get something right the first occasion, the second occasion, the fifth, the the 60th, okay? As long as you learn something from it, that contributes to your education. So it's educational, right? And at no point is learning wrong or bad essentially, right? So that's only a positive. Now, the worst kind of absolute loss, again, in my opinion, because there's four possibilities, winning and learning nothing. I mean, winning it is like too easy, right? Winning and experiencing diversity, you know, problem solving and overcoming. Losing and learning, okay? And then there's the fourth one, which is Losing and learning nothing. 
that's the most sour of losses because if there's nothing that you can do that you can take with you, I'm sure introspectively and if you if you just get like deep and you know, thinking really deeply and whatnot, um, you might be able to find something you could have done better. But essentially, if there's something dumb that happens and for whatever result you you lose and there's nothing that you can learn from it, it just it is what it is. That sucks. So I feel like if you break break up winning into four possibilities, okay? I believe that psychologically you'll actually get a higher result because you know all the outcomes. There's no other outcome, zero. When it comes to winning, if you know the outcomes, and here's where part of the advantage comes from, you're already relaxed because you know of the result of what can happen, right? Knowing that already gives you an edge, helping be more relaxed, helping you perform better, helping you be better. So, you know, this is just something that I just wanted to, to get out. Um, this whole show is supposed to be about, about me and comedy and stuff like that. You know, but it's also supposed to, so like you guys can understand kind of like how I think when I get on stage. By the way, I have so much new material that I'm just like chomping at the bits, but I don't. I don't like, imagine starting, okay, slightly changing topic. That was that about winning, okay? So I don't really like getting on stage and trying to figure out how I'm gonna phrase things because I feel like I'm wasting the audience's minutes to hear what I have to say. If you get somebody's attention and you wanna tell them something and you don't have your, your whatever prepared that you wanted to tell them, they're just staring at you like, what is it? You don't ever call someone and say, hold on a second, I'm trying to think about how to tell you this. You get what I'm saying? So I'm in this stage right now of of uh, developing this really, really exciting, exciting uh, comedy stuff, material, but I gotta, I gotta start to map it out. And this is, again, it's just a cycle of comedy. You think of something you, it's kind of like talking to a girl. You figure out how you want to say it. You get a general idea. But imagine if you could talk to the exact girl every single day until you got that that perfect intro. Provided by she wasn't cool and was like, yeah, let's go out, right? Um, yeah, so I can, I gotta, if I talk to somebody when I'm first working on material, they think that it's not funny, I'm not good, whatever. I get that. And then after I say the exact material, but I've ironed it out, and I'm starting to make it a lot, um, just a lot better, all of a sudden it's the exact material, but they think that I'm funnier. No, it's because I'm. it's a work in progress. That's like judging a sculptor uh, when he's, you know, 5% into, uh, into a sculpting that he's doing of some kind. So, a sculpture, excuse me, that he's uh, doing of some kind. You can say sculpting too, right? Yeah, he's sculpting. What's he doing over there? Hey, he's sculpting. He's sculpting a sculpture. Yeah, that was that's far enough. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I'm really looking forward to it. 
I'm gonna try to get booked before uh, Christmas vacation. I'm gonna be gone for a while. I'm still gonna be doing this this video series that I do. And uh, yeah, I hope everybody has a beautiful day. Happy holidays and, and maybe, just maybe, there's something I said that can maybe get you over the hump or improve or at least just get to know me a little bit better. This way when I get on stage, you know how I'm thinking, which is so much fun to understand how somebody thinks because when you when you know them intimately, whether it's your, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, boyfriend, doesn't matter, your friend or myself, right? Uh, you see a comedian, you know how they think. When they get on stage, they start saying what they're saying. It has a certain rhythm, it has a certain feel. You expect knowing that individual, hearing from them so often, the kind of things that they're gonna say. And all this always has a point to it, but that point will come at a later date. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting all this comedy stuff. Um, I don't even wanna say the premise. I mean, I really want to, but not until I fully got it. So I'm really excited about it. This is one of my favorite parts of like the whole comedy cycle between coming up with an idea and then building off of it. And then it's like, like a sculpture, like you're sculpting, you whittle down the fine details and it's just, it's so much fun. Oh, it's so great. I'm really looking forward to it. So anyway, with that being mentioned, psychology winning, hopefully, hopefully that made you uh, a little bit better. And at the very least, you get to know me a little bit better. I'm Benja Well Done. You have a beautiful day. Thank you for your time. I'm out. Peace.